Hi, my darlings, it's Brie here for the diary, the Lady Barnard, and I wish you welcome to my podcast once again. I know it's been a little while since I've been on here to discuss some political issues, um, but here I am. <laughs> Social standing issues about black consciousness and politics that rule our our lives um, every day that we breathe and so um, henceforth um, I'm glad you're here and um, let's get into it yes obviously where do we start where all things start the running to the voting of this American electoral um, elections and uh, what can I say it's been let me take a breather it's it's been tough (laughs) it's been tough on the nerves i must admit you know coming out of tuesday since wednesday the result has been trickling in and trickling in and and you know 72 hours later if not more we finally have a result which is um congratulations to the biden and harris camp you know the democrats has clinched the white house you know and um it was touch and go there you know obviously um lots to discuss here um where do one start you know so Biden is the new president-elect. And it's going to be hard because we keep on saying vice president. But, you know, he is the United States of America president-elect Joe Biden. And um, First Lady Joe Biden, you know, congratulations. And also another landmark, um, but obviously it's not going to be the last. It is a vice president, which is in Kamala Harris. Um and I also have to congratulate her. She is not my favorite, but you know, this is politics. We concede. And I think I've conceded, you know, um, a while back, you know, it wasn't too productive to critique her right now on the eve of our elections. There's nothing we can do. Joe has chosen her. So we're just going to go with it, roll with it and see how she governs, you know, how she co-governs. And so... Coming into this, um, I've been really quiet. I haven't blogged about it much. Um, I've been very blasé, very nervous as well. And obviously black people are, if you think white America is divided, black <laughs> um, black uh, voters in America yeah, and, and everywhere in the world is scattered to the four corners of the earth not even divide <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> four corners though <laughs> scattered like the sand <laughs> billowing <laughs> like a reed billowing in the wind but in saying that it, you know it wasn't for people the motions was high so yes the critique would have been there no matter which side you choose if you choose the biden side which obviously i was leaning towards um then you are going to be heavy criticized on their past politics and called everything under the sun like you're crazy uh but you know how distorted black people thinking are you know um 
the common man, the common black man's thinking if they don't understand policy, <laughs> history, and if they don't understand how um, politics work. Uh, it, it's always going to happen because they want to sound profound, and yet they don't teach you nothing much, you know, except the same old humdrum. So obviously, if you do follow intellectual um, black caucus in politics, in, in, in law, and in economics, and in, you know, and say, uh, political science, you kind of get the gist of what's going on and how this can negatively affect black people or positively uh, affect them. So um, there's a lot of humdrum out here, you know, it's like if you choose the Trump camp, which there's a lot of black men that have voted there, what can I say, blowing raspberries, yeah. Um, you're going to get critique on that too. Black woman is going to critique you. Black men is going to critique black women because mostly black women have voted um, Democrat. You know, I think it was the Harris situation that kind of pulled them in there. And so obviously we were waiting for Pennsylvania, Arizona, count, and also um, Mighty Georgia to come in, you know, with this hashtag going around Georgia on our mind was Stacey Abrams, you know, doing a tremendous job there and almost swaying Georgia to a um, to a democratic blue state, you know. It's not there yet, but it came freaking close, you know. So I think there's going to be a recount in Georgia, obviously. But soon enough, if um, they take Georgia, the Democrats, and they do vote um, to, uh, to new senators in there, which is... Um, to um, democratic um, um, Democrats into the Senate House in the upper house um, of the Congress, um, what will happen is that perhaps there is there's a small margin of uh, um, the Democrats taking the majority in the Senate, and this is where things get really interesting for black people because they're always out here asking what did the black man and atheists and office did for us and and the question is he couldn't do things specifically just for black people he is the president of all of the americas and so basically if there was a benefit in there it could have benefited you mostly as well because of the uh, um a civil rights act you know which which benefits you a lot you know but obviously black people want to have tangible things in their hand i mean they 20 percent of the country but they want tangible things in their hand because there's a feeling that they build this nation you know i think time is there's a statue of limitations there you know, it, it it is there and it's applying. You know, there's there there's there is limitations, which is time frame. You know, and so the best thing that they can get out of this is if there's little concessions coming out of your state, out of your senators and governors and mayors and 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 heads of chief chief of police that you choose from. You know, and that's where voting will will matter for you. That will have better infrastructure, more money coming into you know, disenfranchised uh, communities and impoverished communities. Um, that where police reform will be looked at heavily and also punishable, you know, acts will be more, um, acts will be more put in place to 
govern the police as well in a better state and not to make a state a police state, you know. Um, so indictments would be speedily available if police are acting rogue or out of their positions. Um Obviously, what everybody is talking about now is Joe has also made mention in his presidential elect speech about the the unity that he is going to try to to you know try to do or, or try to cause between you know that seventy million people that voted for Donald and and, and, and his sycophants um, party you know people that follow him is how to be a president for all of them for people who voted for him and thus for people who did not vote for him and call him the antichrist <laughs> it's not even funny but it is uh, goodness ironic um and so here we go and i think the best way forward is the COVID plan and obviously every president that come into any situation at this given moment COVID is your biggest 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 foe right now and how to manage it you know how to give relief to your people and that's going to cost in the billions um and so hopefully if we do by the time joe biden gets um sworn in as taking his official duties as the president of the united states um that that plan would have gone into the senate or you know and being approved and so there is going to be no uh, deterrent because of um, partisan policies and you know feelings you know because we all know Mitch McConnell which is the um, chief senate there you know that controls the upper house has made it clear a few years back you know 12 years back or so that his whole aim is to defer um Barack um, from issuing executive orders and issuing, you know, um, laws and bills that will benefit people, that will benefit people because they didn't want him to have a second term. But the man was charismatic enough to get a second term. But they vetoed, I mean, they vetoed everything that he basically put on the table. They made his life difficult. Now, here's the irony of things, you know, where is Mitch pushed through everything Donald said? Donald didn't make two. You know, this is uh, two terms. This is just how the cookie crumbles when it comes to politics and and stuff like that. And you know me, I'm in my little corner. I don't give a crap about anybody else. I don't give a crap about the ignorant black people. I don't give a crap about anybody. You know, I just do my own thing. I'm not here to be praised or liked or anything like that. Well, it's nice if it happens, but damn, I must still do my own grown woman thing, and which I do, you know. You know, I have things that I have to accomplish and, and things that, that I do, and, and I like discussing, you know, things that, can make things very much easier for black people and which is which would make life really easy for black people is if they understand politics and loopholes in it that will benefit them and their family remember this is not just uh, about all of blackness which it is but if we bring it closer to your home like we bring it closer to states and then closer to towns and cities 
um, then this is how we're going to look at it as well for black people. If we bring it closer to your home and closer to you and what's good for you inside of your home will be good for your family. And what is good for your family can also be a catalyst for what's good for other families and what can raise. And then also when other families get involved in the goodness of things, it can be great for the community and the neighborhood. And also then great for the whole bloody town and thus the state. And you know what I mean? It trickles um, and it catches on, as people would say normally, you know. So my intent is to spread this knowledge. It is logical. And so we try to get out of the emotional side. And sometimes we do venture in there because we're human. But we're also human enough to be logical about things, you know, to let those emotions go because otherwise it will just keep us stagnant in a stagnation position and we can't stay there, you know. We will die there, you know. Like Tracy Chapman say, we're going to have to leave here tonight or live and die this way. (laughs) You know, it's just that simple. And so the move out of all this kind of emotional rhetoric that keeps you following people that doesn't teach you much, you know, much as in economics and as in policies that govern that uh, uh, economy and also that doesn't teach you much on traditional um, judiciary uh, processes um, that can also, you know, kind of govern your sector and life. It's just you're out of touch, you know, and if you stay out of touch with those elements, then you're out of touch, you know. Uh, Most countries are capitalist, you know, kind of slash socialist. So, but if we want to make it nice and half and half, make it a nice capitalist, socialistic kind of system where the aim is still to make a buck and yet also, you know, give and support the underprivileged and give and support, you know, um, uh, working poor and given support when it comes to health and well-being it's important it's imperative so joe's next um or first thing that he would have to tackle is the health and well-being of a, of a country which is america's uh, massive tally um when it comes to covid death and its massive increase rates now leaning up into this um, um winter period going into the northern hemisphere which is going to be expediently more you know if you look at it um because the cases are rising uh, in most states especially the red ones with donald trump and his sycophants fans are um so um he's gonna have to tackle that he might get a lot of pushback but we understand that will happen but he is a is a seasoned politician he, he you know there were moments in his career where you know he kind of let the ball slip with black people heavily and i know there's some people that haven't really under the surface forgiven him for it but you know black people are resilient they will if there's a chance for us to come out of this you know uh, better then we will grapple at that because there's no way we can you can you know cut off our noses to spine our faces by being angry with joe or by his um crime bill uh a few decades ago so 
um, I think we are ready to say, you know, we don't have to be friends. We just want to fix this. And so let's bloody fix it. You know, same goes for Carmela and her past history with prosecution of black males in that California region. So we are ready to say, look, yeah, it's fine. You know, we are, we are going to be pissed off forever, but can we fix this now? Um, and so let's fix this, you know, let's get better laws in place. Let's fix what you have helped to break you know let's start there you know after the COVID let's look into police by policing and let's look at you know the first amendment and our freedoms to object to protest peacefully and also um and when we come to the second amendment which is obviously the right to bear arms where black people have the right to arm themselves in certain states even openly you know and so this is where we have to kind of look at the policing again and that's where Kamila's experience in the prosecution office comes in she's got a heavy job to make sure that she gets um she gets policing under order and under wraps I mean How's it possible that you can prosecute criminals, but you can't hold your team because you know how they run accountable? It it just doesn't make any sense to me if she's in that position and she can't handle that, you know. So they got four years to do something. They got two years until the midterms to make an impression, to put things in place, you know. So obviously the two years is to get them to prepare for what they want at the latter stages of before the heavy campaigning happens in that last uh, by the third year so we wish them well and their task is going to be a little uphill but they've got millions of support millions of people standing behind them millions of people who's going to set aside grievances and gripe to make this happen so this time the only thing I can request from them is to not drop the ball again. There's a lot riding at this and the American people have said and they have shown with this election, they will not choose you again if you fuck up. Yeah? So they're not going to tolerate another four years of you telling them bullshit and not delivering. They were not going to have that. Even Donald's voters' um, outcome and and, and voting results have increased um, tremendously. Unlike no one we've seen, it still wasn't enough to stop um, America from, you know, not putting him back there. He was diabolical, I must admit. But we said from this day forth, we're not going to rub it into the Republicans' faces. We're not going to remind these sycophants about how bad their leader was because he was bloody bad. But we're here to unify and we're here to make sure that everyone gets out of this what they so deserve and that that Affordable Care Act can be placed in in a position where they can make it even better you know even better for everyone you know to make it solid to make it better and you know to hell with scrapping it anyway it's 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 a far it's a full-on conclusion no 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 forget about it we're keeping that you know there's a lot of things we're keeping and we're gonna make it better and so yes this election was nail-biting it was frustrating at times listening to donald talk about um voter fraud and 
coming into Pennsylvania, trying to get um, his lawyers in there um, and also the Republicans in there and making all sorts of claims with no relatively evidence to the likes that the world has never seen, you know, somebody talk like that during an election. You know, he was supposed to rally his supporters on, but all he did was talk about himself and how he feels about the election and how it's rigged. There's nothing about unity. And, okay, voting, I mean, obviously it was his choice to let his people know that they have to go vote in person instead of encouraging them as well to stay their asses home and vote by by mail, you know. But that's how the cookie crumbled. He took a chance and it didn't work out because we all know America does not do one vote. One man, one vote. Forgive me. They do um, electoral um, college, um, which is the number of of points every state gets. And obviously California is the highest, one of the high, well, the highest, and then Texas. And, and then it moves on to the more... Um, um, Eastern East Coast states, which is is relatively, you know, in the twenties, you know, so, and it is those states that got Joe Biden um, elected as president, you know, um, so yes, um, we've been looking at the American map for for four days now, going into five days. <laughs> we are tired of looking at the American map now. So we're glad there's a president there. And so congratulations to them and all the people that got them there. Um, their hard work has paid off through it all. You know, like Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we just have to go a little bit higher. And so I think I'm going to take the Queen's advice there. We're just going to go a little high. You know, we're just going to see it from everybody's point of view and then do what we need to do um which is going to benefit everyone and at the end of the day everyone needs to be under the the protection of their country and so this podcast is a little bit longer than what i would like it but i haven't said much on this election so this is me talking about the election so i want to thank you all um for listening to me thank you for following me thank you to my ancestors for granting me this grace you know and for granting me the listeners and for putting it in strategic places so people can hear my voice you know um for listening to my opinion and for following me as well you know um i do highly appreciate it it is very um kind of cloak and dagger so the following that happens through uh you know itunes and and apple um itunes forgive me which is apple um spotify and on anchor it's private so you know it's not like i want to broadcast that i've got these much followers and those much followers you know it's not about the ego here it is about quietly silently listening to somebody talking to them while they get on with their day you know quietly they can listen to my voice and listen to my reasons and disagree as well um there's plenty of time for you to do so you know politics is a good thing you know it gets us disagreeing it gets us agreeing and it it gets us you know progressively 
moving forward and and that's what we want we want to be away from the past and away from those difficult days you know emotional days and so with uh, me the lady bonnet i wish you a great 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 sunday this is the 8th of november what happened to the dawn here amazing um it, i'm gonna celebrate this month a year that i uh, fell into this podcast um um thingy which i've been doing for a whole year it's been an absolutely great year on the 25th of november as my trailer will state my introduction forgive me will state that's when i did my first live so um first recording forgive me and uh, it's been it's been a wonderful year you know a lot of downs but despite that the ups has made up for it you know so i want to thank you um lots of peace and lots of blessings and you know practically all the coconut oil that you can you can find to slap on yourself to anoint yourself and make yourself feel better you know take care from me all my love bye bye